we have to take a real look at what is actually going to help that child go from point A to point B and to succeed. An attempt to silence and criminalize those who speak up for what they believe is right, which is a core aspect of our democracy. Instead of getting real solutions that have provided any type of rate relief, what we saw was a $3 billion bailout to the property insurance industry. Friends, that's not right. From the fourth floor of the Capitol Rotunda, you're listening to WFSU Public Media's Capitol Report, the podcast. I'm Tom Flanagan. Funding for Capitol Report is provided by the following. The Florida AFL-CIO, representing over 1 million union members, retirees, and their families, committed to building a better future for all Floridians by promoting healthy communities, economic justice, and dignity in the workplace. Online at flaflcio.org. HR Florida State Council, affiliate of the Society of Human Resource Management, advocating for the workplace on behalf of 16,000 human resource professionals and 6,300 Florida employers. HR Florida State Council. More at hrflorida.org. And from a grant from the law firm of Searcy, Denny, Scarola, Barnhart, and Shipley, supporting public radio and taking time to care, on the web at searcylaw.com. This is Capital Report, the podcast. I'm Tom Flanagan. Among today's capital action, a disastrous rollout left many Florida families without school voucher funds at the start of this school year. WMNF's Chris Young reports a House bill is advocating some changes. Last year, Governor Ron DeSantis signed House Bill 1, one of the largest school voucher programs in the nation. Now, Republican Representative Josie Tomko is sponsoring a bill trying to fix certain things. There have been issues with providing funds and the time frame we would expect. To address these issues, HB 1403 establishes separate application and renewal deadlines for the scholarship programs so that renewals can be funded earlier. Step Up for Students is the organization responsible for distributing most of the scholarships. They blame the large increase of students applying for the vouchers, the vetting process, and a new onboarding system for the troubles. Democratic Representative Patricia Williams spoke during debate. And I'm very concerned about the accountability, I'm just being transparency, and the taxpayer's dollar. And if we can't show where we are actually, the number of students that's using these scholarships, the number of schools that's in the public school system, the number of schools that's in the private school system, we, are not, we don't have accountability of the taxpayer money. Another part of this bill would provide more scrutiny to what these vouchers are spent on. The Tampa Bay Times reported earlier this month that school voucher money could be spent on TVs, kayaks, and theme park tickets, among other things. If we're going to have equity in all of the forms of education, we have to take a real look at what is actually going to help that child go from point A to point B and to succeed. The bill advanced unanimously through the House Education and Employment Committee. I'm Chris Young. Several Democratic lawmakers held a news conference at the state capitol today. They were calling on the legislature and Governor Ron DeSantis to take steps to address housing affordability problems. Troubles in the property insurance market during the past several years have led to many Florida homeowners facing massive rate increases or losing coverage. They've also spurred a flood of policies into citizens' property insurance, which was created as the state's insurer of last resort. During a special session more than a year ago, lawmakers passed wide-ranging changes to try to shore up the market. For example, they tried to shield property insurers from costly lawsuits. 
also taking steps to help push policies from citizens into the private market. However, property owners have continued to see increased rates and, in many cases, few choices for coverage. House Minority Leader Fentress Driscoll said the cost of housing and homeowners insurance are the biggest issues facing Floridians this year. We've had two legislative sessions and two special sessions specifically dedicated to the issue of addressing property insurance. And instead of getting real solutions that have provided any type of rate relief, what we saw was a $3 billion bailout to the property insurance industry. Friends, that's not right. Driscoll and others also say the legislature's not doing enough to create more affordable housing in the state. They're calling on lawmakers to increase funding for low-income housing to help drive down the increasing cost of rent in Florida. It could soon be illegal to mouth off to police and other first responders on the job. Tristan Wood tells us a bill prohibiting people from harassing officers has passed its final committee stop in the Florida legislature. Under the bill, people can be arrested for harassing a first responder if they are within 14 feet and have been given a warning. It defines harassment as trying to cause, quote, substantial emotional distress. Violators could be arrested and charged with a misdemeanor. Hialeah Gardens Republican Senator Brian Avila says his bill isn't meant to keep people from recording or monitoring police and other first responders, but to give them a safe area to do their jobs. So imagine within a pressure-packed situation that you're responding to in a matter of minutes where lives are literally at risk. You know, I think 14 feet is inadequate enough uh, buffer or space or distance for those med- for those law enforcement and medical professional to work within. And again, this is after giving a warning. Critics of the bill say they are concerned that the vagueness of what constitutes emotional distress could be misused to keep people from getting within 14 feet to record. Abdila Skir of the ACLU of Florida says there are constitutional concerns about limiting the speech of bystanders. Denying citizens the right to oversee and scrutinize the work of public officials is, is an attempt to silence and criminalize those who speak up for what they believe is right, which is a core aspect of our democracy. The bill has been supported by most lawmakers at its committee stops, but that doesn't mean it has avoided criticism. St. Petersburg Democratic Senator Darrell Roussan, who supported the bill, still has concerns that it could be misapplied in practice. And I'm worried about the individual who has to defend himself when an officer misinterprets action for harassment, misinterprets the right to view with harassment. But I want to send a message that we support professional first responders doing their job. Both Senate and House versions are ready for a vote, and the proposal has received bipartisan support. I'm Tristan Wood. Our regular Capitol Report correspondents are Adrian Andrews, Gina Jordan, Lynn Hatter, Regan McCarthy, Margie Menzel, and Tristan Wood. Thanks also to Chris Young. Shows are available Monday through Thursday by 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, wherever you get your podcasts. On many of these Florida public radio stations, you can tune in each Friday to catch the latest on all things happening at the Capitol, and that show's also available in podcast form. Technical assistance comes from Taylor Cox, and I'm Tom Flanagan. This is Capital Report, the podcast from WFSU Public Media. Funding for Capital Report is provided by the following. A grant from the law firm of Searcy, Denny, Scarola, Barnhart, and Shipley, supporting public radio and taking time to care, 
on the web at searcylaw.com. HR Florida State Council, affiliate of the Society of Human Resource Management, advocating for the workplace on behalf of 16,000 human resource professionals and 6,300 Florida employers. HR Florida State Council. More at hrflorida.org. And from the Florida AFL-CIO, representing over 1 million union members, retirees, and their families, committed to building a better future for all Floridians by promoting healthy communities, economic justice, and dignity in the workplace. Online at flaflcio.org. Capital Report is a production of WFSU Public Media in Tallahassee.